Tisk, tisk, tisk. So much drama happening between the Montreal Canadiens and the Carolina Hurricanes that I can't even keep track. And also, should the New Jersey Devils pounce on this opportunity? What am I talking about? Well, let's just say it involves uh, Pavel Zaka and a player who was not selected in the expansion draft from the Seattle Kraken. We have a lot to discuss in this episode, so buckle up. The pettiness is real. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 10.51 p.m. Eastern Time, August 30th, 2021 at the time of recording. And guys, let me just say, this episode is going to be quite interesting because we have to talk about pettiness, we have to talk about silly season, and we have to talk about hypothetical scenarios. So, Two of those three apply to the New Jersey Devils, but uh, one-third of that uh, actually involves the Carolina Hurricanes and also the Montreal Canadiens. So, uh, for some of my listeners who are not on Twitter, you certainly missed a lot. You missed a lot of pettiness. You missed a lot of drama. You missed a lot of things that just all of a sudden made our mouths hit the floor. So, uh, for the past few months, you guys, and I'm no exception to this, we've been trolling the Carolina Hurricanes everywhere from... The Nedeljkovic trade in which they got Jonathan Bernier, that fell through. He came to the New Jersey Devils, and then uh, we were able to get their star defenseman, Dougie Hamilton, and sign him to a seven-year deal. Uh, overall, we've just been clowning um, the Carolina Hurricanes for their, uh, let's just say, uh, very confusing offseason, and I guess not in a good place if I'm just uh, putting it nicely. So uh, it, we were just like, okay, the Carolina Hurricanes are going to do nothing. They're going to do nothing to excite us. Um, you know, they'll still be a playoff team, but I feel as though, in my personal opinion, they've taken a couple steps back with uh, their very uh, bad offseason, in my opinion. Oh, boy, was I wrong. So a few days ago, the Carolina Hurricanes threw a massive, um, just, I don't, I don't even know the adjective to describe it. Let's just say they created a lot of drama the past couple days. So they made a $6 million offer for Jesperi Kakanemi. And he's a restricted free agent, by the way, of the Montreal Canadiens. So, like I told you guys, this involves the Montreal Canadiens and the Carolina Hurricanes. So, the deal is only for one year, and the Hurricanes would have to give up their first and third round pick uh, in the 2022 NHL Draft if the Canadiens decide not to match the deal. So, um, you're probably wondering, wait a minute, if uh, Konkanemi is a restricted free agent, then... Uh, why are the Carolina Hurricanes giving him this offer? Well, it's an offer sheet. So if you guys don't know what an offer sheet is, let, let me give you this hypothetical scenario. So Jack Hughes is still on our roster. He's not a free agent. He will be an, a restricted free agent. So, you know, um, the, 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 I'm just painting the picture right there. So let's just say there's a random NHL team that wants Jack Hughes on their roster and they uh, give an offer sheet to the New Jersey Devils. Uh, we're going to sign Jack Hughes to so-and-so amount and we will give you uh, draft picks in return. That's how offer sheets work, and they get under the skin of opposing GMs, let me just tell you. Like, no one wants to be, uh, you know, basically saying, wait, my player is already 
uh, out the door. He's still on our roster. He hasn't made his decision yet. So, you know, if I'm a GM, if I'm Tom Fitzgerald in that uh, sort of hypothetical scenario, I'd be pissed off. I'm just putting that out there. So I'm just painting you guys a picture if you're not familiar with an offer sheet and how uh, this is working uh, involving Konkanemi. So let's get back to this uh, whole ordeal and let me give you guys some more context information. So uh, the Carolina Hurricanes obviously offer the Montreal Canadiens a sheet for Konkanemi for $6.1 million. And here's the thing, they were going to throw a $20 signing bonus. So you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, it's a $20 signing bonus. Are they just trying to be funny? What's going on? So um, for my more casual hockey fans, so my diehard hockey fan listeners probably know where I'm going with this. So a couple years ago, the Montreal Canadiens offered uh, the Carolina Hurricanes uh, an offer sheet for Sebastian Ajo. So Ajo currently uh, still plays for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, so that deal didn't come into fruition. And Ajo's jersey number is 20. So basically, the the Carolina Hurricanes are just trying to throw some shade towards the Montreal Canadiens say, hey, you wanted Ajo, and he wears jersey number 20, so guess what? We're going to give uh, Konkanemi a $20 signing bonus. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa. This takes pettiness to a whole new level. The Carolina Hurricanes, they were waiting for this. So if you don't think that's petty, then you didn't see the Twitter beef that was going on. So for any of my uh, listeners who are not on Twitter. Here's what was going down. So basically, the Carolina Hurricanes, they were throwing shade all all night and day towards the Montreal Canadiens because they changed their uh, Twitter bio to a uh, French sentence and then they were tweeting out a few French sentences as well. So I'm just like, whoa, what are you doing? Like, you are taking this to a whole new level. You're taking the pettiness to like another dimension at this point. So for any of you who don't know, the, the Montreal Canadiens, um, you know, aside from tweeting or, you know, posting English, uh, you know, uh, sayings or statements, whatever the case might be, they also give the French translation because a lot of their uh, fans are based in Quebec. So they try to give the French Canadian translation as well as the English uh, saying as well. So if you guys need any context information, so I'm just basically saying, wow, the the Carolina Hurricanes, they were waiting for this one. They were just waiting for that golden opportunity. And not only did they give uh, Kontanemi a $20 signing bonus, they also uh, changed their social media platforms to French at some point just to throw shade at the Habs. And I'm just like, oh, man. I, I must say it's entertaining because uh, during the month of August, we obviously know not a lot is going on in the hockey world. So sometimes you need a drama story here and there just to spice things up during the course of the offseason. So training camp will begin next month and then we'll have more to talk about. But, you know, it's a slow news day in the hockey world. And quite honestly, that's something I don't mind seeing if I'm being completely honest with you. So I'm all for it, quite honestly, as long as, you know, no one's getting in trouble for it. Is it a good look? Uh, I guess you can argue and say, no, it's not the best of looks, but at the same time, it gets people talking. So I'm seeing this all over the news. And like I said, uh, for the uh, hockey world, we want to be known more than just, you know, a bunch of guys who skate and just uh, get into fights. We want to attract fans uh, in a different way. And, you know, with how big social media is, why not do something like that? I find it very entertaining. I'm sure a lot of you found it entertaining. So from uh, the Kakanemi uh, signing bonus to uh, basically the background history with Aho to uh, the Twitter pages being translated to French-Canadian, 
I, I'm all for it, quite honestly. I think it's very entertaining, and I think uh, you guys uh, would too. So don't worry. I'm not going to break down this deal any further than it has to be. In fact, uh, the centerpiece of this episode is going to be a silly season discussion because with all this drama uh, going on, I found an interesting article on Pucks and Pitchforks, and I basically want to discuss it because I've talked about it before, but should the New Jersey Devils capitalize on this drama and maybe it should involve Pavel Zaka? Like I said, I'm big on Pavel Zaka, but at the end of the day, you know, uh, he, he just hasn't lived up to what, like, Connor McDavid, Jack Eichel uh, were able to do in his respective draft class, and, you know, that was probably one of the best draft classes in recent years, so... I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, um, I'm, I'm not trying to throw shade at Zaka. You guys know I'm very patient with him. I'm a fan of his. But at the end of the day, it is a business. And if there's a better, uh, you know, offer out there, I think we do need to take it. So we'll talk about that in a second. But first, I have to give you guys the first live read this morning. And it comes from BetOnline.ag. So it's that time of the year again, as all eyes are now turning uh, to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose your wager, will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to use that promo code Locked On. So uh, this obviously sent the hockey world into some sort of frenzy. Like I told you guys uh, before the break, I was just saying that, um, you know, I for one am big on it. I think it's entertaining. Uh, I know my colleagues at Locked On, we were talking about it. It was just very entertaining to see. And uh, I actually tweeted at Locked On Hurricanes and I just said, hey, you guys good? Because I, I, I tweeted the gif of Homer Simpson's heart going up and down and just acting all erotically. And I just said, you know what? Uh, that's how my heart would be if I was a Carolina Hurricanes fan because it's just like, Whoa, 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 because, you know, we, we all had the tendencies to be petty, so don't judge me when I'm acting petty towards someone. Sometimes my heart races because it's just it's just like I know what I'm doing, and it's most likely going to have some negative consequences, but, you know, it's still entertaining to do. So, um, you know, I, I, this could mean more for the New Jersey Devils based on this Pucks and Pitchforks article that I found. So the, this deal would put the Carolina Hurricanes about $1.5 million over the cap, this also puts the Montreal Canadiens in somewhat of a desperate position when it comes to their center position. So, uh, like I said, the Montreal Canadiens have a few more days to decide if they want to match that offer or not. Like I said, uh, opposing GMs do not like offer sheets. I certainly wouldn't like them if I was an opposing GM. So I can think of the stress and just the anger and the agony and also the pettiness that's been going on the last few days. So the Devils aren't trading away Nico Heizer or Jack Hughes, according to the article. And you know, I rightfully agree with that. We don't trade away Hughes. We don't trade away Heizer. It's like during the course of the summer, I said the New Jersey Devils because I was seeing this pop up a lot on websites. The New Jersey Devils should stay away from like trading. 
Jack Hughes for someone like Jack Eichel because I don't think um, it will be worth it for us in the end. So, uh, But there is another center, and I've been talking about this quite a bit because it seems as though Zaka has fallen out of favoritism in the New Jersey Devils uh, rotation, especially with the acquisition of Tatar. So it, it's quite possible that Zaka could fall out of the top six and be moved to the bottom six. I don't know what the case is going to be. I can't confirm or deny that, but it seems like the most likely scenario, despite Zaka having, I'd say, the best season he has had uh, since joining uh, the New Jersey Devils. And, you know, quite honestly, you know, what, what you see is what you get from Pavel Zaka. Yes, he led our team in goals, and yes, he led our team in points, but at the end of the day, it's just like, there were so many other players throughout the NHL that had more point totals than he did, more goal totals. And, you know, obviously the New Jersey Devils were not the greatest team out there. So, you know, is that fair for Pavel Zaka? I don't know, but at the same time, I'm spitting the truth. So when we sit down and overall break down uh, Pavel Zaka's overall development and game, we see that he hasn't really lived up to uh, how high he was selected in the 2015 NHL draft. And like I mentioned uh, a while back in the episode, it doesn't really help the fact that, you know, he was in one of the best draft classes in recent memory. So I mentioned Connor McDavid. I mentioned Jack Eichel, who were selected before him. Then, you know, you got Mitchell Marner, even though Noah Hannafin is a defenseman, he has still become an NHL all-star. Then, you know, Matthew Barzell, even though he fell in the mid-round, he was still, um, you know, uh, an NHL all-star. So, Overall, it's just like, you know, Pavel Zaka, is he worth the sixth overall selection? I believe if he was selected within the past couple, let's just say hypothetically, he was selected uh, within the past couple of years of the draft because, you know, Jack Hughes with the, was the first overall selection, then Alexi Lafreniere, and uh, both of them had very poor, uh, you know, first-year impressions in the NHL. So if Pavel Zaka was in, like, a draft class like that, then quite honestly, you know, we wouldn't be talking about him being a bust. But it, like I said, we, we, we can't just change the course of history. So we just got to, you know, take it for what it is. So, you know, was he worth the sixth overall pick? I think the jury is still out on that, quite honestly. So, you know, uh, like I said, I love Pavel Zaka. I love his improvement. Even I wrote an article for the Hockey Writers. I talked about it on this show. I feel as though Pavel Zaka needs, um, you know, more respect. And a lot of you were against me on that, but I felt like I made uh, my case well. And I just said, look, Pavel Zaka has done this. Pavel Zaka has done that. He's shown improvement. He's shown that he's effective in this sort of category. He did well in the power play last season as well. So it's just like, you know, um, he does deserve more respect. But at the end of the day, I'm not opposed to trading him. Like, you know, like I said, it's a line of business. And if an opportunity presents itself, then I think we need to take it wholeheartedly. So uh, Zaka is going into the final year of his contract. So the Devils will have to make a big deal to negotiate. Because it's like, do we uh, sign him to an extension or do we trade him? Uh, or, you know, if none of that comes into fruition, will he walk away for essentially nothing? So, uh, we, we don't know what Pavel Zaka can do this upcoming season, especially uh, since he's going to be surrounded by more talent. We fully anticipate for Nico Heizer to play more than two-thirds of the season. We fully anticipate for Jack Hughes to make even bigger strides. We fully anticipate for uh, Tatar to, you know, uh, provide some decent production. Same with Sharon Govich, Kwokinen, and uh, Brat. So, you know, th th there's uh, some players that are just ahead of 
uh, Zaka in that regard. So he might fall out of favoritism. And right now, it probably is the best time to trade him. But that doesn't mean I'm against Pavel Zaka and what he overall has been able to do in terms of improvement and development in the right direction the past couple years for the New Jersey Devils. So where am I going with this, uh, you might be asking. Well, I'll tell you in a second, but... First, I need to give you guys the second and third live read this morning, and it comes from Built Bar. So, did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. They have coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. You know what my favorite flavor is? I love coconut. So if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bars ever, but they're super healthy as well. Check out these awesome stats. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. So order today and get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry, whatever you like. The offer is go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And now the third and final live read this morning comes from DirecTV. So does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. We've all been there uh, before. So, well, I want to tell you all uh, where you can get a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and you'll get a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch all your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract, so get rid of that clutter and that confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. So compatible devices required. Content varies by package. So let's get back to this uh, silly season discussion. So according to Pucks and Pitchforks, the Hurricanes need to make a move to get under the salary. There's probably some long-term injured reserve nonsense they can pull to make it work, but the league will likely take a harder look at that in the future. The player that is mentioned in this article is Nino Niederreiter. So a lot of you might have known that Nita Ryder was actually exposed in the Seattle Kraken expansion draft a few months ago. But like I told you guys, that expansion draft was a complete letdown. And for some reason, the uh, Seattle Kraken didn't take him. But overall, could he fit in well with the New Jersey Devils? I believe he could because he's 28 years old. He'll be actually turning 29 in a few days. So happy early birthday to Nita Ryder is if he's listening to this somehow. So uh, you know, his numbers are, uh, what would I say, mediocre. So last year he appeared in 56 games. He had 20 goals, 14 assists for a grand total of 34 points. So let me rephrase that. They're mediocre for NHL standpoints, but for New Jersey Devils standpoint, they're actually pretty good because remember, uh, Miles Wood and Pavel Zaka led the New Jersey Devils in goals this past season with 17 apiece. And then Pavel Zaka led our team in uh, points with 35. So I'm just putting that out there. And then Jesper Bratt uh, led our team in assists with 23. Next was Ty Smith and then Jack Hughes. So, uh, you know, for New Jersey Devil standards, they're pretty good. For NHL standpoints, mediocre. So I'm, I'm just putting that out there and just giving you guys some reference. So I believe he would actually be a somewhat of a decent fit for our organization. And it wouldn't take much to get him because... 
like I said, he was exposed in the expansion draft for Seattle Kraken to take him. But, you know, for some odd reason, the Kraken didn't take him. I'm going to have to talk to Erica of Locked on Kraken about that because I am still confused about that draft. So Nita Ryder is still with the Carolina Hurricanes. And, uh, you know, I believe we can throw in like maybe a, you know, medium to lower tier prospect and maybe a draft pick at the highest maybe being like a, you know, a second round draft pick, if I'm being completely honest with you, because let me give you guys some more reference. Uh, The Carolina Hurricanes were going to give them up for essentially nothing. (laughs) And not essentially, they were going to give them up for nothing. So it wouldn't take much to to get them, in my opinion. So if the Seattle Kraken were willing to expose them in the draft, then, you know, quite honestly, I'm sure they would take like a lower tier prospect or a medium tier prospect or, you know, like a, you know, a middle pack draft uh, pick. I I believe that could, uh, you know, happen. And I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. And like I said, his numbers mediocre, but at the same time, I believe uh, they're actually decent for the New Jersey Devils. So, uh, you know, he's a former AHL all-star back in 2013. And, you know, uh, he is a former fifth overall selection back in 2010. So, you know, if we're talking about, you know, performing below expectations, you know, he's similar to Pavel Zaka, quite honestly. So I don't think we would be giving up that much. It would be like an eye for an eye kind of thing. But uh, his best season came during the 2016 and 2017 campaign when he was with the Minnesota Wild, in which he appeared in all 82 games. He had 25 goals, 32 assists for a grand total of 57 points. So, yeah, you know, like I said, nothing impressive, nothing to write home about. But at the same time, you know, I believe those numbers are somewhat decent, if you ask me. And his AHL numbers are actually pretty damn good. So, uh, you know, if he could translate what he was doing in the AHL to the NHL, I think it's a little late for that. But, you know, that's another steal for the New Jersey Devils. So to give you guys some reference, uh, during the 2010 and 2011 season, uh, his best season while playing, um, you know, junior hockey, Western Hockey League, he appeared in 55 games, had 41 goals, uh, 29 assists for a grand total of 70 points. So, you know, just just putting that out there. So, um, yeah, I, I think he has, you know, I, I guess he's past his uh, peak in terms of just trying to, uh, you know, reach his potential. But I still think he has some tricks left in his bag. And, you know, like I said, we can slide him into our top six or bottom six or whatever the case might be. So, you know, uh, the Devils, should they get involved in this Hurricanes and Canadians uh, drama? Sure, if they can benefit them somehow, some way. So, uh, like I said, Anita Ryder, his asking price won't be too high. The Carolina Hurricanes, they are in a financial, I, I wouldn't say crisis, but, you know, they're kind of in a pickle financially, and they have this drama going on with the Montreal Canadiens. So, Tom Fitzgerald should definitely 100% pounce on the opportunity and like I said, I think Nita Ryder would be a decent fit for the New Jersey Devils. Like I said, if it doesn't come into fruition, then quite honestly, I wouldn't be too bothered by it. Because like I said, his numbers are similar to Pavel Zaka. Nothing really impressive, but at the same time, you know, uh, nothing disappointing. But, you know, for how high both of those respective players were drafted, I'm sure players and um, coaches, front offices, I'm sure they were expecting more from those two respective players. But at the same time, you know, Pavel Zaka, we need to trade him away while his asking price is high. But at the same time, if he is not traded away, then quite honestly, I wouldn't be too bothered by it. It's just like, you know, I think he could continue to improve and I think he still has uh, room to grow. So uh, the only downside for Nita Ryder is that he um, will become an unrestricted free agent after this season. So it's just like, you know, 
are you willing to trade like Pavel Zaka or, you know, maybe a draft pick or maybe, um, you know, a prospect for his services for, you know, a year? You know, I don't know. But at the same time, it's just like we got to put something out there. So, you know, if we were to trade uh, away Pavel Zaka for Nita Ryder, then, you know, quite honestly, like I said many, many times before, it's like an eye for an eye kind of thing. And it's just, you know, putting some stuff out there. Like I said, it's silly season. It's not meant to be taken seriously. But anyway, let me know what you guys think. That's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you in the next episode. Let me know what you guys think about the Carolina Hurricanes, the Montreal Canadiens drama from Twitter to the $20 signing bonus to what happened with Ajo a couple years ago and how the New Jersey Devils could potentially pounce on this and, you know, get someone like Nita Ryder or, and, you know, maybe trade away Pavel Zaka in the process of doing so. Uh, I'm curious to know what your guys' opinions are. So hit me up on Twitter, Locked on Devils. And before I go, I actually need to give a shout out because you know why? This person left me a good review on Apple Podcasts. Like I told you guys, if you enjoy my podcast, and by the way, listenership has been going through the roof. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Without you guys, there is no show. So uh, shout out to Aiden Sones for uh, this great review. He said, the best Devils podcast I could find five stars he says i'm a casual fan who is trying to get more into hockey and this helped me a lot one of my favorite podcasts like i told you guys i tried to make my show somewhat neutral for you know the bigger hockey fans and the more casual hockey fans like i did in this episode when i broke down what was going on between the montreal Canadiens and the carolina Hurricanes. so some of you diehard hockey fans are probably already know what was going on but still i had to provide um some information for more of my casual listeners and i'm sure you diehard hockey fans don't really mind because i'm just discussing more hockey at the end of the day so anyway like i said i will catch you guys in the next episode let me know what you guys think and if you enjoy my show please leave a good review and i will give you a shout out in the next episode once your nice comment goes live so uh, i will catch you in the guys in the next episode as i mentioned thanks for listening and go devils